Good morning from Stanford Christian Church. My name is Pastor Jeremy, and today we are going back toward the beginning. The book of Genesis can seem so far behind us that it has nothing to do with where we are now, but that is not so. Today we go back about 4,500 years ago. The story of the beginning reveals foundational truths about God, humanity, and our relationship with Him. They are still true and help us see ourselves more clearly. God speaks to us today through Genesis chapter 11, verses 1 through 9. Now, the whole world had one language and a common speech. As the people moved eastward, they found the plain of Shinar and settled there. They said to each other, Come, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They used brick instead of stone and tar for mortar. Then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we may make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower the people were building. The Lord said, If as one speaking people speaking the same language they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come. Let us go down and confuse their language so that they will not understand each other. So the Lord scattered them from there over all the earth, and they stopped building the city. That is why it was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of the whole world. From there the Lord scattered them over the face of the whole earth. What are you building with your life? When you close your eyes and you dream about the future, what do you see? Are you walking amongst the monuments to yourself, your accomplishments, respected titles, positions, the reputation you work so hard to build? Do you see a fortress of safety and comfort and pleasure that you've built for yourself, protected from life's pitfalls? What about your parenting? Are your dreams for your children academics, sports, to make a lot of money? Or is the number one concern raising children who know and follow Jesus? All the people of the earth had one language. Remember, we are only about a hundred years after Noah's flood. They were moving eastward until they reached the plain of Shinar, meaning land of two rivers, referring to the Tigris and the Euphrates, which are the major geographical reference points in the Middle East. So we're probably somewhere around modern-day Iraq. Here they chose to stop and settle together. Now, we need to remember the first command ever given in the Bible. Do you remember what it is? He reiterates the command to Noah and his sons in Genesis chapter 9 as well. Be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth. They weren't supposed to stop and settle down. They were supposed to fill the earth. Then they came up with a plan. The plan to beat all plans. We've all had some pretty good plans like this before. Let us come together and build a tower to heaven. Look at verse 4. This is where we see their plan. Come, let us build for ourselves a city and a tower whose top will reach into heaven, and let us make for ourselves a name. Otherwise, we will be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. They want to build a city. Why? Look at the last phrase of verse 4. They want to build a city for themselves because otherwise they will be scattered abroad over the whole face of the earth. They want safety, and they want glory. Wait a minute. Didn't we just read that God told them to multiply and fill the whole earth? So God wants them to fill the earth, but they are building a city so that they will not be scattered abroad. 
They are building their comfort and safety. This city will help them to feel secure. They will not have to face the unforeseen dangers of the world. By building this city, they will not have to spread out. They can stay together where they're safe and they're comfortable. The people of Genesis 11 were afraid to spread out and fill the earth as they were commanded. So they built a city for their safety. We are afraid to tell people about Jesus, so we build up excuses. That's what missionaries or pastors are for, we say. I don't have time for that. I don't know any lost people. You might be afraid to serve those who need love or give money, so you build up walls to ignore them. You might be afraid to give up your sin and live radically according to the kingdom of God, so you build up justification. Show me in the Bible where it says that God will not call you somewhere uncomfortable. I see far more instances where God calls his people to go where it isn't safe, where they aren't comfortable, where they have no choice but to rely on him, where they choose to build their lives close to him, a monument to their greatness. Will you be faithful? Is he calling you to some step to to serve? Is he calling you to forgive, to reach out? What about the callings that we all share to, to witness to the lost, to, to, to meet the needs of the needy? Will you build the kingdom of God or will you build your life of safety and comfort just like the people of Babylon? When Jesus saw the crowd around him, he gave the, the orders to cross to the other side of the lake. Then a teacher of the law came to him and said, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, Foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Matthew 18-20. Then again in Matthew 10, 37-39, we read, Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it. And whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. What example do we have from the early followers of Jesus? Listen to Matthew 19, 7. Peter answered him, We have left everything to follow you. What then will there be for us? These people didn't just build a city. They also built a tower. Why? Once again, verse 4 tells us as well. It is to make a name for themselves. The people of Babel built their safety. They also build their pride. They thought they could build a tower that reached to heaven. This tower would be a symbol of their power, their might, their ingenuity. They were building a name for themselves, a reputation, respect for themselves. They were not doing this for God's sake. They they weren't building for his kingdom. They were building for their own name's sake, a monument to themselves. Are you building monuments, titles, reputations? What if we concerned ourselves not with who we might become, not with our legacy, but we became consumed with who Jesus is and how we can serve him and make him known. Do not miss that this story is a story of worship. I know that there is no singing or music spoken of in the story, but sometimes we forget that worship is bigger than music. Worship is a way of life. Worship is loving God more than anything else in such a way that it overflows in some thought, word, or action. However, when we seek it before God and apart from God, it becomes our God. What do you love so much that it pushes you to action? That is worship. They worship their safety, 
and themselves. Why do you do the things you do? Is it to lift yourself up in the eyes of others? Is it to gain safety and security? Let's read what God has said uh, about why we should do the things we do. Uh, 1 Corinthians 10, 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Do not cause anyone to stumble, whether Jews, Greeks, or the church of God. Even as I try to please everyone in every way, for I am not seeking my own good, but the good of many, so that they may be saved. This changes everything. We are to do everything that we do with the glory of God as our goal, not seeking my own profit, but the kingdom of God. This is the way of Jesus. When we do this, then we are building the kingdom of God and not vain monuments to ourselves that are meaningless for eternity, fading away in such a short time. A rich man dies and stands before God just as the poor does. Remember, the greatest command is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. This is the life we build. You don't have to build anything with your life. Just follow Jesus where he leads because he has already built something great for you. This is the worship that God calls us to, not just a few songs a week. It means that Stanford Christian Church is about worshiping God and meeting the needs of others, not about our entertainment, our traditions, our comfort, our reputations. It is about serving, not being served, as Jesus says over and over and over again. It means that you are loving God more than anything and others more than yourself, not building your life of safety and comfort and pride. None of us are there yet. We as a church aren't there yet, but I pray that we're walking the right path in the right direction, following Jesus as revealed in his word. Look at what God does to their tower, with their city, with their plan. Verse 5, he came down to see their city and all that they had made. Now notice that he came down. So they hadn't had much success in making it to heaven, had they? He came down and he sees that together they are able to do all that they purposed. They can make a great name for themselves, establish safety and gain power. This group of men would run over the rest, and if it would not have a good outcome. So God confuses them. He calls the city Babel, which means to confuse. He confuses their language and he divides them and scatters them all over the earth. In the end, they accomplish God's purpose of filling the earth as he told them to. Now, it reminds me a lot of the story of Jonah who refused to witness to the people of Nineveh and so he went the other way until God used a storm and a great fish who would eventually vomit him out in the right direction. So God fulfills his purpose either with or despite us. He's a great God like that. These stories prove the point that God does not need us, although we are in great need of him. So the final question for us today is, will you follow Jesus or will you stop to build monuments and fortresses for yourself? Jesus brings us into his kingdom. When we were sinners, completely turned against God, Jesus came to this world to love he lived a sinless life. He died to pay our price, and he win, won victory over sin and death by rising from the dead on the third day, so that whosoever believes in him will be part of his kingdom. You don't have to build for yourself anymore, because Jesus is your safety. He has secured your comfort. Jesus is your glory. 
through him we are sons and daughters of God, heirs to the kingdom. We don't have to build for ourselves anymore. Jesus has accomplished all that we need, and this means that we are free to focus exclusively on building his kingdom, meeting the needs of those who hurt. Serve him. Do everything that you do to follow Jesus in service and worship. Thank you so much for listening to Stanford Christian Church today. My name is Pastor Jeremy. Go to our website, www.stanfordchristianchurch.com. Once you're there, you can click on uh, the Contact Us tab. Let us know you're listening, how we can pray for you, and how we can serve you. Uh, you can also click on Give to support our ministry, as well as click on that First Time tab. Uh, just to make, There's some information there that will just make you a little more comfortable coming in the doors for your first time, kind of show you where to go and what you can expect uh, when you come. We would love for you to come join us any Sunday morning at 10.50 a.m. I promise there is always a place for you uh, with us. Uh, once again, our website, www.stanfordchristianchurch.com. Worship gathering starts every Sunday morning at 10.50 a.m. We are right on Main Street next to the courthouse in Stanford, Kentucky. Thank you so much for listening today. Once again, we are Stanford Christian Church. My name is Pastor Jeremy. Have a great week. Love God, love others, and tell somebody about Jesus.